Welcome to the Action Playbook. I'm Jason Fox. And I'm Coach Robin. And we're helping leaders take action in life and business. Hello, Jason. Robin, welcome back to this podcast. It's being recorded after the other one. If five minutes later, if you're wondering why we're in the same place. <laughs> you stayed over last night. Yeah, well, what we're doing is we're planning ahead because... I'm in Aussie next week, and Robin, where are you going? Solomon Islands. <sighs> Family Islands. holiday. Bet she's taking a surfboard too. Living the dream. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm taking my golf clubs, so we're doing something right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what we. Yeah. That's, that's what we're trying to portray to everybody. Yeah. Live their best life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How good Pl- plan. So we're here. We're here to talk about planning. Yeah, literally. So just to recap quickly, so far what we've been covering off is a dream, right? Sure. Set the destination, goal, create the milestones so that A, you can track your progress, B, you know, stay motivated mm-hmm. to, to, to stay on track. Uh, then we did Education. learning, yep. right? Because chances are you need to upskill yourself in order to do the things more effectively or better or faster than uh, just, you know, taking, taking, jumping in with both feet before you've done preparation. Mm. And then we get to the really, really important part. And this is, this is the part that is either, you know, if done well, will get you to your goal. Sure. But if not, you know, chances are it's going to fail. And New Year's resolutions, classic example. You know, you sit there midnight on the 31st of December and you go, right, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to make more money this year. I'm going to work less. Yeah. And I'm going to quit drinking. <laughs> <laughs> With beer in hand. Said no one ever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, and that's where it stays, right? It just stays inside your head. Mm. And that plan is never the idea. The goal is, doesn't have the substantiation that it needs by having a plan. Sure. Sorry, I was yawning there. Yeah. Big night. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't quit drinking. Is it me? Is it me, Jason? <laughs> well, now you bring it up. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that hurts. Yeah. So, so um, a lot of a lot of goals fail. A lot of ideas, great ideas, fail through execution, mm. and um, the execution fails because it's not planned properly or not planned at all and what's the saying failing to plan is planning to fail that's right oh that's, that's exactly what we're talking about here yeah you know yeah um that plan is really crucial to to a successful implementation and sometimes it could be even just taking the first step like how to, this is my my dream or my goal but where do i get started mm. and and uh you know we, we spoke about the goals having a deadline. So I, I like the idea of breaking it up. You know, we, we have spoken about this already, but breaking it up into small, manageable bits uh, that is, firstly, um, mentally, isn't as big as, you know, a million dollars is actually only X amount per week or per day. Uh, that is... That is one of the ways to to really make that. Oh, this is going so badly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm 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 struggling to find the words for what I want to say. 
but but making it manageable is a key element to uh, creating a successful plan. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you go to the million dollar thing. I don't have a calculator in front of me, and I'm a bit dusty. But the okay, how do I how do I earn a million dollars? Well, straight away, you sell something for a million dollars. There's one thing. Yeah. You know, or you sell a hundred things at. Hundred thousand dollars, ten things at a hundred thousand dollars, or a hundred things at ten thousand dollars, and you know you start breaking back, that back down. Is oh, actually, when I look at it that way, maybe it's not as hard as I think. But I tell you what, making a million dollars selling a coffee at six dollars a piece might be quite hard. You got to sell a lot of coffee. But you could buy one house and sell it, and maybe make a million dollars with time. So you planning it out and understanding what it is that you're trying to do to achieve that. Um, can get to you where you're going pretty quickly. Yeah, and it also creates congruency, right? So you, you've got your dream, so there's your destination, and you've got your goals, so you work it backwards to what you need to do now. And so the goals that you need to, and this is the, the great thing about planning, is that congruency, right? So the goals that you do this week lines up to the goals that you need to do this month lines up with the goals you need to do this quarter and your, this year and then the next 10 years and then wow, yeah. you've achieved your dream. Yeah. And, and I remember in my own business just how quickly that goes. You know, if you just stay focused on the plan, how quickly you start seeing the results. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the other thing we love to say on this podcast is, you know, um, people always overestimate what they can do in one year but underestimate what they can do in 10 mm. so having that plan really sets the benchmarks that you need to see your progress yeah and, and, and ultimately use that word focus before you know mm. follow one course until successful um, that plan following that course is the important thing is you are going to get to the end of that road but if you give up and ultimately that's what people do they you know the one-year goal just seems so so big and scary that it never actually happens. And they might not hit that goal, but if they're looking at the 10-year goals, yeah, they'll piss in. Yeah. Because the 10, you know, if I want to create a million-dollar business and I think I'm going to do that in one year, doable, absolutely, but pretty hard, depending on what you, well, it's, it's hard regardless of what business you choose. A million dollars is a lot of money. Um, but 10 years, well, if you, if you've been in business for 10 years and you haven't reached that million dollar milestone, you're doing something pretty wrong, ultimately. So, yeah, following that course will get you to where you are. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about putting a course together, sure. a plan together. Yeah. So uh, we always work with my clients, I always work on a 90-day plan, uh, three months. Uh, to, to plan too far out, it actually creates a, a blurred vision. Sure. Uh, to create too small means you're thinking too small. You know, um, you need you need a good balance of future thinking or future vision and uh, present vision. Mm-hmm. And so, ninety days seems to be like a you know the the magic the magic number for most people. Not everyone, but most people. Yep. And so, you know. Work out what are the goals that you need to do in the next three months and then break it up into weeklies. The really, really, I, don't, I will really want to emphasize this. The really important part is to take 
that goal and the plan out of your head and put it on paper. Mm. It has to be written down. And especially if you're in a, you know, you've got a team of people, share that plan with everybody, right? Don't just have it inside your head. And a lot of people do this. They, you know, I talk to them and they go, yeah, 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 I've got a plan. All right, all right let me see it. Oh, no, no, it's all in my head. Like, wow, that's not going to, yeah. that's not going to help anyone if anything happened to you or you had to go away somewhere in a hurry. That's not going to help anyone. Mm. You know, so get that plan on paper. It helps, it helps to keep you on track, but it, it's also there so that other people can see it and understand it. Yeah, yeah. Look, that, it's interesting. Um, you're talking about the plan thing and if you die, you know, we took, Alex Hormozzi was talking in, in great detail around delayed gratification. You know, everyone thinks they want to celebrate too early. Like, oh yeah, I did hit this milestone and I think we need to celebrate our milestones 100%. But I think people celebrate the milestones and stop a lot of times. Oh yeah, I did it. But you know, if you can if you can live your life and you can work in the business and enjoy the hustle and everything that's happening, and and wait to have the nice flashy red Ferrari that we've talked about and other goals and stuff, yeah, you, you might be able to buy that in year two or three. But buying that in year two or three is actually taking a whole lot of money out of your business. So just keep that money in your business for a few more years, and then all of a sudden your business. You know, you've reinvested that money back in the business. James Wallace has been going through that himself recently. Sold his 250 grand's worth of cars and reinvested it and brought company cars for his staff and other things instead of the stuff for himself. And his business has grown and grown and grown. And and Alex Hormozzi talks about the fact that, you know, if, if you can wait 10 years and be okay with what you're doing, you're going to get to X really quickly. If you can wait 20 years, and ultimately if you can keep working your entire life for that purpose and know that maybe it doesn't get done until after you've died and moved on, then you know you're working for something really big. And the only way you can do something in that scale is with a plan. Yeah. You know, you, otherwise, what are you working for? What's what's the overarching goal? I mean, look how successful your favourite man, Steve Jobs' business is in, after his passing. That business continues on. You know, it's, it's going to continue on forever as far as we're aware. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. I hope so. I'm still a huge fan. <laughs> but but I think you know what what you've touched on there is really interesting because when you've got a plan you can actually see how you're going to get there, right? Mm. So uh, selling cars and homes to to reinvest in the business when that plan shows that you know you're going to double your money in 12 months, where else are you going to invest that money? Where you're going to get that sort of a return? Yeah, hundred percent. But the plan backs it up. You know, there's a clear vision on how it's going to be achieved when you look at the plan written down. Yeah. And and I remember when I sold, um, I exited my business. Part of why I got higher than the evaluation was because we had a plan. It was a three-year strategy mapped out for the business, and that added value to just the straight valuation of the business itself. Yep. And, you know, that that just shows how important having a plan is. Mm, sure. That it actually increases value. You, there's a monetary value you can attach to having a, a well-thought-out strategy plan. Yep, yep. Yep, I agree. And the other thing, you know, you, you say write a plan down and it's important for your staff to have it and stuff. 
mate, Google Sheets, Google Docs, something like that. Have like a plan can change. A plan should grow because what you know today, again, we're talking about education. The person you are today shouldn't be the person you are tomorrow or in 12 months and all the rest of it. So what you think is the plan or the path today may not be the same in 12 months. Ultimately, you hope you that plan's growing, not not shrinking. But sometimes um, goals change too. You know, my mates with Williams Corp, uh, one of New Zealand's biggest building companies, and um, their goal was to be the biggest building company in New Zealand. And and Matthew Horncastle spoke to it the other day on his podcast where that goal got them to where they are today. But we're in a declining market. And what they've learned is they can build 500 houses a year really well. And I've done that for the past two years. So rather than trying to be the biggest building company in New Zealand now, they want to execute 500 homes every year. And that's their goal. And they want to do it really well and engage with the clients and they've created their own education piece and all the rest of it. So your plan can change. And that's, you know, their business went from having something like 20 offices down to about five. You know, they were like, actually, we thought we needed to be in all these towns, but we don't need that much. We've got a massive base in Christchurch where we where we hang out. We've got a good office in Auckland. We don't actually need one in Nelson and Tauranga and the other cities they're looking to grow to. So your plans can develop and grow as you do. And they should. They really should be reviewed. You know, in my business, we, we would review our strategy annually. Yep. Um, we'd sense check it. You know, is this still what we want? Is this still what we want to do? Is it still achievable, measurable, realistic, all the smart stuff? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we would only plan 90 days. So every quarter, again, we would just check in and say, right, you know, oh, what, what we are planning to do in the next quarter, is that in line with our goals, our longer term or medium term goals? Um, does that take us closer? Yeah. And uh, that review process, I think, is really important. You know, uh, we can't foresee what the future holds. I mean, look at COVID. Yeah. Look what COVID did. It, it literally brought the entire world shut down for two months. Mm. Um, how can you foresee that? How can you plan for that now for five years' time? You yeah. know, who knows what the next pandemic will be? Yeah, yeah, well, or the flooding or anything, you know, your office gets flooded and or your house gets washed away or yeah. any of the horrible things that have happened recently. And or, ultimately, or you find your sweet spot, you know, like Williams Corp did with their 500 homes, you know. Yeah. Um, you've Suddenly that thing that you wanted isn't as important anymore. Mm. What's more important is uh, this is what we can do and we can do this really well, so we're just going to stay in this lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ultimately what you're saying as well is prior to that, is it basically adapt or die, you know? You can keep following that same path sometimes, but that path might be heading straight towards a brick wall. Or you can adapt and turn right and walk 10 metres and go left again, and you can keep going down the highway. So, yeah, just making those little switches. And, again, that comes back to why the Google Docs and stuff, I feel, is such a great way to do it. Because you write it down on paper and you put it in your drawer and you go, oh, actually, we're going to change. you got to adapt the entire plan versus oh we've got a, a working worksheet here we can just alter you know step seven and this is going to ultimately still get us to step 10 down the track yeah uh there's there's a very famous story about kodak right and uh i need to fact check this but 
uh, as I understand it, Kodak invented digital photography. And they were the first ones to actually discover this idea of you know um, filmless cameras. Uh, but they were so invested in film that they didn't take it further. They didn't invest in it. Maybe, maybe you know, behind closed doors, they even spoke about it's not going to be a thing. Uh, or they were wrong. Okay. <laughs> and so, because they were so slow off the mark, uh, wanting to keep the film business, the, the, that side of their business, going strong, they didn't. They didn't develop their strategy, their plan for digital fast enough and they were overtaken and film died and Kodak went down along with them and look I don't think anyone ever predicted that the biggest camera company in the world would be Apple no <laughs> right and what put you know this is being filmed on a beautiful Panasonic Lumix or Lumix um, camera here but we could just have our cell phone doing exactly the same thing yeah. probably cut down my workload and editing it so next one's coming from a phone actually <laughs> but yeah, I, wow. Anyone want to buy a camera? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's going cheap. But um, yeah, look, I think I think we've covered off planning pretty good. Is there anything else you you do with your clients? Obviously, you're the coach here. Yeah, I think I think the one thing is to regularly go and check in. Yeah, you know, it, it, whether you're working by yourself, whether you're working with a team, have a uh, a, a meeting, you know, a team meeting, and talk about these goals. You know, be open about it. Don't keep it in. Involve the team. You know, yep. Inclusion and involvement, both of those are really important. And uh, bring bring them in because by bringing them into that process as well, including them in that process, you get a much higher buy-in. So you know, and then and then the really important thing is to then give the feedback. The other. And last thing that I want to add is something you touched on a little bit earlier, uh, reward. Reward yourself, I think, was what you were talking about. Yep. And, and that's a really important element as well. You know, uh, I mentioned in the first podcast about the dopamine that we create, uh, our brains create when we achieve goals and uh, you know, tick off tasks. Uh, that dopamine, that creates a almost an addictive behavior. You want more, you want more, you want more. So celebrating our wins when we achieve a goal, uh, really important. Yep. And uh, people just don't do it enough. You know? It do- so, doesn't mean you go you know, buy an expensive car when you hit 10% growth in your business, unless 10% is $100 million. But what it does mean is, you know, take your team out for a dinner, go away, uh, with your family, enjoy some time away from the the work environment. Have the long weekend. You've been working fifteen hours a day for three months. Yeah, have have a four day weekend. Take that time, reset, put your feet in the sand. Yeah, but that reward is there as partly as motivation as well. So important to set that reward at the start of the ninety day period, for example, or the twelve month period, so that it's it becomes a driver for achieving those goals as well. Uh, and a consequence is the opposite. You know, uh, one of my favourite stories was somebody, uh, you know, their goal was to go to gym every day. Um, and there was this one person that they didn't really like. So they arranged that he would message them every time he went to gym and uh, 
So if he, didn't. he did not want to be the one messaging him to say, oh, I didn't go to gym today. Yeah, yeah. And so that was his motivation, you know. So there was a consequence for him. There was a consequence to not doing the tasks that he had set for himself for, to achieve his goal. And, yeah, so the, the consequence and reward system becomes a high driver for staying on track. And you can have a lot of fun with it too, you know. Um, one of the guys that I follow, he's got one of the fastest growing real estate companies in LA and he he has a lot of fun with that. The consequences are large with his team, you know. All right, we're going to knock on 50 doors this week each. If you don't knock on 50 doors, you're going to get my name tattooed on your ass. And they follow through with that shit. <laughs> you know, so you're like, there's I no. You do not want a Jason tattooed on my ass. I'm going to find something and make that my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. So you can have a bit of fun with it, and it can be something that your whole team can get involved with. It doesn't just have to be something you hold that that burden with yourself. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think we've covered it off pretty well. We're it's our longest podcast, I think now. So we. Found it a little bit easier to talk after that warm-up one last week that you would have listened to? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's also just so important. You know, getting the planning right, really key to success of the whole strategy. Yeah. Yeah, so get out there and take some action. Whew.